And you're listening to El Podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Jose Rodriguez. And I'm Emeline Ramos. Did you know that we just got back from uh, visiting the Grand Canyon? Yeah, the big hole in the ground. Okay, that's one hater. Uh, it's more than just a hole. Well, my bad, it's a grand <laughs> hole. It's an amazing experience. It really is. It is something that everybody should go see. It why? is majestic. Tell them why. Tell them why, baby. Because it is so beautiful. You get to see God's best work, I believe. And believe me, I thought Puerto Rico was God's best work, okay? <laughs> she, she's a little biased. <laughs> she's just a little biased. She likes Puerto Rico a lot. I love my Puerto Rico. I love my island. But when I got, saw the Grand Canyon, I said, God outdid himself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gorgeous. Don't you know that to get Jose excited about a place, you can't play it up? Exactly. We've known that from previous podcasts. He <laughs> yes. doesn't, it, like, if you tell him a movie is really good, like, you got to go see this movie, he's not going to go like, see it eh. because we've ruined it for him. So you have to be like, the Grand Canyon is not even that grand, you know? <laughs> it's okay. But I think the Grand Canyon should be everybody on everybody's bucket list. Well, it, it's it's on a lot of people's bucket list because that's where they've kicked the bucket. <laughs> they've literally have gone to the Grand Canyon and died. Got too close? Well, because this is like exposed. It's just a huge cliff. We're talking 7,000 feet up. So there's no railing around it? Well, there'll be a railing on some parts, but the whole thing is massive. I mean, it's just parts where it's just like a tree. You just step up to the to the very edge of the rock. Yeah, and you just, look down and you, yeah, you support yourself against the tree and take a picture. But it's wow. it's crazy, crazy exposed. So a lot of people have died. But the the funny thing is that most people don't die from falling off the cliff like we thought that that you they do. Most deaths are due to like medical issues, like people that have gone hiking, don't hydrate, uh, don't eat. People that have drowned in the Colorado River, thinking they could swim it. You know, people that just go unprepared for the elements. Listen, so it's wait, be- there's water in, in the Grand Canyon? In the bottom, yeah. Yeah, there's the Colorado oh, really? River flows right through the Grand Canyon. Yeah, way down, like 7,000 feet down. It's Ooh. incredible. And it's so massive that you can only see it from like certain spots. Yeah, no, it's, it's listen, the whole thing is, is very beautiful. But did you know that there are hiking trails to go into the canyon? See, I didn't know that. I thought you just like, you know, stand at the, at the edge and be like, wow, that's a big hole. When you're hiking, you mean walking? Yeah, like walking, walking down, down these little paths into the canyon. And so we did a trail that was three miles. So a mile and a half in or down and then a mile and a half up. And that took us, what, three hours? Yeah. They don't have like ATVs you can use or something? They have mules. There's Perfect. no room for an ATV. Oh, no, that's it's that narrow. No, but the mule thing is scary, though, because you're basically on a horse, right? right. Well, you're messy. on a mule. Well, and if that mule says, you know, I feel like, you know, ending it today. <laughs> Let me get close to the edge. And, uh, right. He takes a bad step. There you go down with the mule. Takes a bad step or the final step because yeah. the, the mule could be like, no, seriously, I'm done. I'm done carrying you. I'm done carrying your stuff. I'm out. Well, I'm sure I wouldn't have a problem because mules got weight limits. So they'd be like, no, nope, sorry, sir. Right. So you'd be hiking yeah. along with the rest of us. <sighs> and this is a sign they had too, right at the beginning of the trail. They said, hiking to the Colorado River and back in one day is not recommended due to long distance, extreme heat, and a nearly 5,000 foot elevation change. If you think you have the fitness and expertise to attempt this extremely strenuous hike, please seek advice from a park ranger at the Backcountry Information Center. Okay. When that's the first thing you see, you're like, okay, if we hit water... We're going to die, basically. <laughs> yeah. And we've gone too far. But it's it's very, I mean, it's it's strenuous. And did you know that only 3% of the people that visit the Grand Canyon actually go into the canyon? 
Well, if I'm going to visit it, I'm going to go in it. I don't want to get there and just look at it. And that's what a lot of people think, right? Until you start the hike, right? And you go, wait a minute. Uh, to the left of me is the canyon wall. And to the right of me is a 5,000 foot drop. Maybe I should just go up to the top and take some pictures. I'm safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's, it's the path literally, is very narrow. It's really, really narrow. And very steep. And some are, there's a, a nice incline to some of these um, steps. Bro, I was going down the trail, okay, like a normal person. And Emmeline and my son were crawling. I'm talking <laughs> about, you would think the ground was shaking. They were almost on their hands and knees. Just following the trail. People were almost like skipping over them, going down the canyon. And they're feeling their way around like the ground's about to give. And that's that's how we made it just to get to the, the, the point at the bottom. They were almost almost slithering down the trail. I don't trust myself. So when I climb down this, things like this, I am going to hold on to the ground because I know I'm clumsy and I might, I'm afraid of falling. I was looking up at them and I'm like, oh my God, they should have just waited for me on top. <laughs> I, I should have just gone by myself, taken pictures and just come up. Now, how wide would you say the area you guys walk? Five feet. That's it. Very yeah. narrow. So when somebody's going down and the other person's coming up, that's basically the width of the trail. Ooh. Like there's no way three people can line up side by side. One would fall down the cliff. Really? Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, so you don't know. So sometimes, yeah, and, and they would have little kids. So sometimes little kids would be running around like in the trail and you'd be like, listen, don't even touch me. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's that dangerous. That's why I told Emily and I'm like, how do more people not die? That's you know, right. falling off the cliff. People, you could slip, lose your balance, get dehydrated. You know what I mean? And that is not the place where you want to go with your girlfriend or your boyfriend peleando. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Because no. that's that's where one of you could end it. Right. You know, you could be like, ¿Qué te dije? a little shove and you're done. Right. So you got to really go into that canyon on good terms. You know what I mean? Like before you enter that hike, you got to look at each other and be like, I love you. We're good. You love me? Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay. You swear. I promise you with all that I have. As God is our witness, <laughs> we're going to get through this together, okay? If we're going to fight, let's fight after this hike. Now, were there any uh, wild animals this time around that you had to worry about, like your last trip? You're talking about the coyote? Yeah. No, or no. All we, we had to do- We saw elk. We saw elk. Yeah, but not on the hike. All yeah. we had to worry about was uh, imminent death. That that was the only uh, thing that we had to worry about. Listen, oh, it- this it's like you're going down this- mountain and you're just having palpitations the whole time well, and then we, we try yes, because we were traveling with alexi he's walking in between us right and and you're slithering and i'm slithering slithering down trying to make sure i stay safe and you know kids sometimes don't pay attention they're being despitado and alexi can be being despitado sometimes and he would like walk off and wander towards the edge and i'd be like stay to the you know Bro, as an adult especially as a <laughs> grandson of my father of my grandfather who who always saw the worst uh, things happen. It was like this horror movie playing in my head the whole time we're hiking because it could be just a little tumble, right. a little trip on a rock, a little shove as somebody comes, you know, by him. And I'm seeing like death every two minutes. That's how you're climbing down and up this this canyon. You're just imagining worst case scenarios, worst right. case scenario, death, death, maim, Injury, serious injury, serious bodily injury. You know what I mean? And then you until you get to the top, three hours later, you're like, oh, my God, we did it. We survived our death like 27 times. Is the terrain loose? Like, is it yeah, it's gravel? It's, it's sand. sand and it's gravel? Like sandy. Slippery so sand slippery. on the rocks. So that's dangerous. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So did you wear like baseball cleats? We would just wear our regular gym shoes. And by coincidence, as we were walking down this hike past this group of people that looked like they had all this equipment for hiking or whatever, and we passed by them, and the guy said, those are the worst shoes to hike in. He was criticizing <laughs> our, our gym shoes, bro. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, in the middle of our hike. You know what I should have done? I should have pushed them. All right, baby, tell them about Antelope Canyon. Antelope Canyon are these beautiful rock formations in Page, Arizona, that everybody has to go see also. Is that like as beautiful as the Grand Canyon oh, and the, Puerto Rico? These were, yeah, I think they're just as beautiful. And they're on Navajo land. So you have to like reserve with the Navajo people to take you on a tour because you can't just go on your own. Yeah, bro. You can't just like walk up and be like, ah, where's Antelope Canyon? Let me go take a look at it. No, it's like. So it's private land. like Yeah, it's owned by the Navajo reservation or, gotcha. uh, you know, and the Indians, you know. Native Americans. What? Is that a bad word? Well, you should call them Native, Native Americans. Americans. Oh, okay. So the Native American Indians. Is that okay? I guess so, yeah. Okay, so putting Native American in front of Indians makes it okay? Yep. Okay. All right. So the Native American Indians uh, own this land, and the Native American Indians have to take you on this tour. You can't go without Native American Indians. And there are lots of rules that you have to obey. Otherwise, yeah. you will get kicked out and banned from the canyon. Yeah. You cannot. They, they're very strict about it. So you can't take video. So there is no video recording of the Antelope Canyon. And it's beautiful. They have an upper uh, area and a lower area. Don't ask me the difference. We just went to the lower area. But it's amazing. It's almost like uh, orange rocks. It looked like clay from the pictures you guys took. Yeah, like I posted clay. pictures on uh, on social media under on my Facebook page, Ellie Castro Comedy, and on my Instagram page as well. Yeah, it looked like clay, like molded clay that was really molded beautifully, is what it looked. Yeah, like. they make they make for some incredible, incredible pictures. And then that night we went to a dinner show. Uh, put together by Native American Indians, right? And it was a, an amazing demonstration of Native American Indian ceremonial dances, right? <laughs> uh, and then we had the Navajo tribe interpret uh, different dances from different tribes. Right, and so they, they did something called like uh, hoop dancing. It has never been written, but it's always been told through our oral traditions that the hoop dance is one of the oldest dances of North America. Yeah, it's like when they use a uh, hula hoop type things. Yeah, and then they wrap them around them to make shapes of different yeah. things. Yeah, they use like thirty of them, and I mean, I could barely do one. I can't even spin that for thirty seconds. This guy was spinning, twirling, throwing, juggling. It was incredible. The whole dance it was just with one drum. It was like a, it was like bomba, pero with a Native American Indian touch. It was so great to to be able to experience their culture and for them to show us and teach us a little bit about what each dance was for. Like one dance was for like when they stomp the grass so that you and they make different shapes. I see she was paying attention. I, I was just caught up with the dance, but you were taking notes. And the other one was like almost like a symbolized rain. And the little girl had like chimes on her dresses that sounded like raindrops. Is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that dance very much. So I just <laughs> I just thought it made a lot of noise. You know what I mean? I was like, I can't hear the drum with all that uh, jingling. And there they, was, did they have an in the club dance? What's in I the know, club? like a dance they would do in the club? A dance that you could learn? Yeah. <laughs> like like uh, La Macarena? Hey, Macarena. Right. You wanted me to videotape it and just, you know, a start a Native American Indian dance that you can learn. That'd be funny. That'd be great. Why didn't we do that? We should have asked that. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, can you guys give us a dance we could take to the club? Like, how do you dance when you're just having fun? Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're, <laughs> when you're not trying to stomp grass and, and make pretend you're and bringing... And ask for rain. Asking for rain. What do you guys do to just hang? 
What's the dance to get curls? What's that look like? And what I've come to know in my lifetime as a hoop dancer is what goes around, comes around, always. What you put out into the universe always comes back to you. So check this out. Lisette was really upset at me this morning. She had a dream. And in the dream, apparently, I left her behind. So she woke up highly upset at me. Like, But she left didn't her behind, to... like, at the mall. Left her behind, like, on the street. She left her behind her... while she was being mugged. She said her foot was stuck in a hole. And I walked up to her, and I was like, let me help you out. And I took out her foot, and she said she, said she had, like, two toes cut off. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, hold on. And I picked her up, sat her down, and walked away. Okay, so you were walking away to get help, uh, get paramedic. That's what I told her. I'm like, if I walked away, I went for help. I'm not a doctor. Did she wake up at that moment, like when you were walking away? Yes. Oh, so she doesn't really know what you were going to go out and do. I was going to go get help. (laughs) Right, but in her mind, what? I left her. You abandoned her. You were just never going to return? Yes. So if you were going to leave her, why would you have pulled her out of the hole? Exactly. And that I walked away. I was walking away for help. Yeah, because you saw that she was missing, what, two toes? Two toes, and she was bleeding. So you're like, oh my God, this is where my level of expertise ends. I need to get a professional. Oh, the mistake you made was that your dream self didn't turn to her and go, I'll be right back. Right. You just took off to get help. Took off. That was your mistake. Took off to get for help. That's the mistake your dream self made. I can't believe you're defending him like that. You like, he left her. Excuse me. I am not defending anybody. As a psychology (laughs) major, okay, I am simply interpreting this dream, which by the way, Jose, you performed exemplary. Wait. Exactly. Did you apply pressure to her bleeding toes? Yes. I took her out from the hole. No, no. Did you apply pressure to the bleeding? Because she could have bled out. That's where his level of expertise ended and he needed to get an expert. I would never know to apply pressure. Let me tell you something. I would have left you in the hole, okay? The second I would have seen that you were stuck, I would have been like, I'm not moving you because I can make it worse. Jose probably made it worse by pulling her out. She probably probably... lost those two toes because he pulled her out. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and listen, if I had pulled you out of a hole and I had seen two toes of yours missing, Mm -hmm. if I didn't pass out, Okay. Yeah, you would have passed out. Okay, I was probably running so that I wouldn't pass out. Why would Why would I stick around? What do you want me to sit down and talk to you? What do you want to chat? I'm gonna bleed out from my toes. Yeah, you're just gonna leave me. Yeah, so I gotta go get help. You're not gonna bleed out from your toes. It could happen. It's a dream. Okay. Now, now all of a sudden, the doctor stopped thinking about science rationally. Right, and she's like, I could still die. I got eight toes. Nobody with eight toes lives. So what happened? She wouldn't talk to me. I'm like, what's going on? Nothing. You left me. What are you talking about? I went to get help because then I'm like trying to rationalize with her. I went for help. I didn't leave you. Didn't Lisette have a problem with you uh, and sleeping and not waking up if she needed you? Oh, yeah. She has a huge problem with that. She thinks that uh, I'm going to sleep through her having either a heart attack or something and she's going to try to reach for me and I'm not going to wake up. You don't seem to have any chance of winning. No. Because in her dreams, you're leaving her. Right. And then when you don't leave her, you're not awake enough to be with her. Right. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I'm in a lose-lose situation. Yeah, yeah. Have you taken that up with her? (laughs) No, I'm going to have to. Because you don't seem to win whether you're awake in her life or in her dreams. You know what I mean? So how did you resolve it? We didn't. She stayed upset. Now when I get home, she'll be better because she'll have calmed down. She's still upset? Yeah, she was upset that I left her. Now I took your side. Now I'm going to take her side. Why would you leave her? I mean, she's sitting there with eight toes. Mm -hmm. You were brave enough to pull her out of this hole. 
I think she left some uh, important information out. I'm pretty sure, uh -huh. knowing myself, I would have wrapped her toes with something and put pressure. Okay. And then I probably went for help if we were like in the Grand Canyon. No, knowing yourself. Yes. But that's not what but, she dreamed. But do you know yourself in her dream? Do you know your dream self in her dream? That's what I'm saying. She didn't give me enough information. She was just upset. She no, said, no, she I gave you enough information. She said you left her. Right. Now, I want to know why. I, <laughs> I went for help. Yeah. Did you, though? Yes. Or did you look at her and go, ah, she's got eight toes. <laughs> Esta, esta, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, this guy. I can't be an, look at the toes anymore. It's got to be another woman out there with ten toes. You know what I mean? She's got eight, and she's mad too, and she's gonna blame me for it, and she's gonna be complaining. You know what? I'm just gonna walk away and just leave it behind. True or false? Yeah, <laughs> you're not making this any better. That's gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but suddenly you agree. Uh huh. Or, or did he go get help? He probably went to go find somebody that had 10 toes. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was going to say went to go get somebody that knew what to do. So did, so did I. What so a did, setup. So did I. She's like, that's what I've been thinking. Since he walked away, that's what I've been thinking. Oh, you know why? Because a, a girl with 10 toes is prettier than a girl with eight toes. That's how all girls are going to think. Oh, he went to go upgrade. He went to go get something better. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why she's mad at you. So, suddenly, uh, wanting a girl with 10 toes is an upgrade. Because I want my girl to have the same number of toes I do. So, I what would you suggest I do when I go home then? Uh, you need to bring her some flowers. Just apologize. Just apologize and be like, I'm sorry I did that in your dream. But just know that in real life, I would never do that. I would never leave you. That's crazy that That's you got to go through all that for doing nothing. And I'll bring her some flip-flops to make sure she has all 10 toes. No, not flip-flops. You know, what is it? Steel, <laughs> steel toe boots. Steel, <laughs> steel toe boots. Steel toe boots. So that in case her foot gets stuck, it doesn't lose a toe. That's exactly what you bring there her. You bring go. her a box and be like, why would I want these steel toe boots? Well, um, because apparently you like falling into holes and losing toes. Right. And I don't want to feel the need to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> these boots are made for walking. And that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. So I am a Breaking Bad fan. You got me into Breaking Bad several years ago when I moved here. Great series. Have you seen it? Yes. Love Breaking Bad. So, so you know it's shot in New Mexico. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's shot in Albuquerque. And we were in Albuquerque the last day and a half of our vacation. So I said, let's go see or find the Breaking Bad house. But it was not what we expected. They put like like bars Almost like uh, like you see in Puerto Rico where we put bars over the windows. Right. I guess they have so many people that go by there. So they so they put bars to like cover the house. So it's fenced up. There's yeah. a big black fence in front of it. And there's a big sign that says, oh, if you want to take pictures, take them from across the street, respect our privacy. So but is then, it a vacant house or somebody's no, home? No, somebody lives in it. Yeah, they live there. And they had like eight people outside just chilling, sitting there, sitting around, almost like looking for the attention. But they've covered the house in, in like bars. Bars That's and there's like orange like emergency cones outside and the sign in the window. It was just That's odd. Crazy. Just, yeah, it looked bizarre, which kind of killed the mood, right? Because you just want it to look like you did it in the show. You're not, I mean, I'm not going to go up to the, you know, to the house and knock on the door or nothing like that. But, you know, just to, just to look at it and be like, oh, man, that's where Walter White lived. You know, yeah. that's pretty fun. Oh, my God. It's just like what we saw on Netflix. But now it's like, uh, it's out of control. You know what I mean? It just looks like. Um, it looks like it's attracting attention, but like. Almost like a circus. It was like it, like just... it wants attention, but it, but it's saying it doesn't. Yeah. 
take a picture, pero stay away. You know you what I mean? You think they put up the fence so that then they can charge you to take a picture? Like, come on in to take a picture, but it's $10. No, I wouldn't mind that, but it wasn't like that. It no, was I think it like, was so that they wouldn't step on the property, so that they wouldn't get on the driveway or go up. I don't know. But when you tell me, when you tell me, hey, listen, I, you know, I know you're here for pictures, you know, go across the street. Hey, como que quita la gana. Now, right. now I don't even want to take a picture. You get me? It's almost like it's not it's not inviting. That was pretty much the only disappointing part of the of the vacation. Yeah, because I was really interested in it and I really wanted to see it, but it was not worth it at that point. I mean, I'm not going to go up to the house and be like, uh, is, Walt, is Walter White here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But just to take a picture and have it look like it did in the show. And we would have taken a picture from across the street anyways because you want the whole house. You don't, yeah. You Who's going to go know? up to the door and take a selfie? But they had all these bars. It just, so was uh, somebody there telling you guys you had to take a picture from the street? No, man. They have a huge sign like you would see like on a, on a public park. Really? Huge yeah. sign. Huge metal sign, you know. And I'm like, ah, ah no vale la pena. Wow. Know? He died anyway, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert, Walter White dies. <laughs> so we also checked out the Chemo Theater in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's a historic, um, legendary theater that was built in 1927. And the best part about it is that it's haunted by Billy the ghost. So apparently this little 10-year-old boy was up in the balcony watching the show. And he came down the stairs and like a in heater. The, like in the 50s. Yeah, and a heater broke and exploded and it crashed him against the wall and he died. And he's haunted the theater ever since. And the reason why they think it's haunted or that he's haunting is because this one ballet um, company came and they had left some donuts and then the next day the donuts were gone yeah so they thought that the ghost had eaten them and that 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 legitimized the ghost existence so ever since right they'll leave donuts for billy the ghost uh before each performance whoever goes to perform there you know just you know for good luck or to make sure that the ghost stays away so over the years they've put up this shrine backstage this huge shrine with all kinds of gifts and stuff for Billy the Ghost um, so that he won't interfere with their production. It's absolutely incredible. Sounds to me like the cleaning crew is pulling one over everybody and they're just eating donuts. See, you're just saying that because uh, you don't believe in ghosts. No. And, and, you don't, and you don't believe in ghosts because... Because I haven't seen one. Wait right. a second. You're Latino. All Latinos believe in ghosts. That's true. Does your mom believe in ghosts? To some extent, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you know us. If it makes any kind of noise, <laughs> we're not like thinking like scientists. We're thinking, uh-huh, es el espíritu. Right. Mm-hmm. No, in the house that my parents live in now, the owners prior to that, the old lady died. They, and they were really go- close friends with my with She my, died in the house? She died in the house. Wait a minute, in the house that I went to go? Yes, yes. Before my parents brought it, the owners, the lady died. The house where I've stayed when yes. we visited Chicago? <laughs> yes. In what room did she die? Your room. The middle room where we sleep. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. No, stop. Seriously? Yeah. She died in bed and stuff? Yes. But my mom always says that nothing is going to happen because she was a good she was a good person and she loved them and that she would protect us. So she said, even if there are ghosts. I know, but but think about that for a second, okay? <laughs> Nothing's going to happen because she, she was a good lady, so she's a good ghost. Okay. You think I'm going to remember that? If she floats across the hallway, you think I'm going to be like, oh, oh, wait a minute. That's okay. That's a friendly ghost. No. She's not there to do any harm to us. She's there to protect us. Oh, I just. Because she loves my parents. 
I know, I know, but she doesn't know me, though. You see what I'm saying? She might think you're an intruder. You know, she doesn't know me. She knows your parents. You know, she knows you. And now there's this Puerto Rican staying in the same room where she died. Ma, why are you telling me that now? What? How did this happen? Uh, she just died of natural causes. She was very old. Okay, that doesn't make me feel any better. Now, let's talk about the room where she died. Was the bed, was her bed in the same position? Oh. That this bed is in now? Oh, baby, I, that I don't know. Probably, though, because it's a small room, though, I right? Do you see what I'm saying? These are the things that I think about. Are we staying there again soon? Yeah. Can we just sleep in the living room? <laughs> I'm saying, out of respect to her, <laughs> I no longer feel like I, I should sleep there because I'm an intruder. And, and let me tell you something. All it takes is an intruder to make a friendly ghost go bad. Exactly. I don't have any ghost experience like that, but have you ever played the Ouija board back in the day? Oh, come on. Who didn't? Huh? I've never played the Ouija board. Of course. Oh. Siempre hay una que la tiene miedo. Okay. <laughs> I, I probably would be very scared well, of it. Well, you know, in it, it says you can never discard it once you own it. Like, you can't get rid of it. It says that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, it says that. Wait well, a minute. Well, we got rid of ours. So, oh, jeez. Well, here's our story. My cousin and I were playing it. We were playing it, like, at 2, 3 in the morning. We were, like, 14, and it started, like, freaking us out like the answers it was giving so we <laughs> boxed it up and threw it in the trash can like outside of the apartment complex when we woke up in the morning it was right at the doorstep stop no ever since then he's always kept it in his house nobody's stop. played it it's just sealed stop I, and i love how you said i've never had a ghost story like that uh nope. that's a ghost that's a story, ghost story. Well, i don't understand how in your mind you don't associate that for exactly what it is. Because I play the reality of it. Somebody saw us throwing it into the trash can, grabbed it, and put it at the apartment. Right, right. Somebody's sitting there just looking out at your house, yep. just waiting for anything. Oh, here are these kids come out. Finally, I have something. To, and then they see you throw. And then they go out. The, really? Yep. I'd rather believe in ghosts than in that story. Okay? <laughs> that story makes absolutely no sense. Once again, if you're Latino, you have to believe in ghosts. And you don't mess with ghosts. So just like that theater, they don't mess with Billy. Don't mess with the Ouija board. Respect your ghosts. I don't play Ouija anymore. Oh, oh, you don't. That's interesting. Why? Because you don't trust your neighbors? Because <laughs> you don't trust that your neighbors are going to leave your garbage uh, alone? I don't want to have to come up with another explanation. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that's, a, that's a believer who's in denial. Yeah. <laughs> Introducing Hasbro's Ouija. Is that the one where you talk to ghosts? It's actually pretty fun. Is there a spirit here? There are only three simple rules. Never play alone, never play in a graveyard, and always say goodbye. Good night, Romeo. With Ouija, you'll make new friends. Hi, friend. And with a little practice... Look, Mom, no hands. You'll be an expert in no time. It's fun for the whole family. <laughs> When's the best time to play Ouija? Always. <laughs> that tickled. Hasbro's Ouija. And that was a podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Jose Rodriguez. And I'm Emeline Ramos. For more information on my shows, Miente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can find me on social media under at Jose Arod. And Emeline tagged in all my posts. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. And not playing with the Ouija board. Bye.
Ah!